Are you tired of flat, boring hairstyles? Do you go through a can of hairspray trying to get that full volumized look? Then bump it up with Bumpets and get that salon style look fast and easy. Bumpets are the incredible self stripping hair accessory that give you perfect style and volume every time. Go from flat to fabulous instantly. Imagine being able to create today's hottest hairstyles in seconds. And they're so easy to use. Anyone can be a stylist. Simply part your hair at the crown, give a little tease, insert bumpets, fluff it up, and you're ready to go. Just look at the difference. Amazing. Go sexy, elegant, casual, sassy, flirty, and fabulous. With bumpets, you'll feel confident and beautiful every day. Styling hair can take forever and it just falls flat. Bump it up and your style lasts all day long. So I feel like a commercial like this, it's really predicated on, are you dumb enough to fall for this? Are you, and, and not that bumpets don't work, no digs on anyone listening who has bought a bumpet, who is currently bumping it while listening, but the delivery of this commercial, the presentation of it, I feel like it requires you to not see through how ridiculous it is and to think, oh, yeah, that is reflecting a need in my life. I do see myself in those women. Yeah. I mean, there's so many tricks back in the day with these types of infomercials because that's really what RuPaul's commercials are. They're infomercials, right, where mm -hmm. they're selling this product very differently than a Cheerios commercial, you know. Um, but... Uh, and there's so many other examples, but I think this one is the most draggy uh, that I can think of right now because you literally have the lighting that they that they change for like, you know, this woman who's struggling with hairspray and she's just screaming in the mirror. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it the lighting all changes and it's like, oh, you just lift up your hair. You put this headband in and then you put your hair over the headband. Right. And, and it's, it's like, oh, and, <laughs> why yeah. didn't I and think not of just that? your Right, and not just your hair is improved, your entire fucking life is improved. I feel like <laughs> exactly. they they do that where the before is in black and white and like yes. the, the the commercials where the Tupperware goes flying out oh of the Oh my god, I love those. Yeah. Cabinet or just <laughs> tomato sauce everywhere for some reason. <laughs> you know, or the worst is like if it's an ad for something like related to like a garbage can or a garbage bag and they lift the bag out and all the garbage comes out oh, and yeah. you know, and you know, there's old spaghetti in there. Oh, and I oh, just always. Yeah. always, it's always old spaghetti. And I, 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 and I think, Oh, they have so like, when I see that, I think those people have more problems in their life than just the garbage bag. That's my association. <laughs> this is, this is a symptom of a much larger problem in this household. Well, you know, yeah, I think of um, even I think old Pringles commercials, they sh would show people eating like Ruffles potato chips oh. and it would be so crumbly and it's like, and you so don't greasy. Want yeah, greasy. Oh, so right? greasy. Oh. I always laugh, too, about when um, they would at, for paper towel ads was the same type of bump it phenomenon where it's like, mm -hmm. do you have these types of paper towels? And it just like literally crumbles in their hand. Yeah, and they wipe a up sudden... a puddle of orange juice and it just disintegrates. Yeah, <laughs> exactly, exactly. Um, so, you know, the the drag of commercials, whether it's like actual drag where these women, you know, their hair just becomes this huge voluminous beautiful thing because let me tell you a bump it works okay but you don't need to buy a bump it you can make the bump it effect with something else right 
that's yeah. what that's that's like what's so interesting about these types of infomercials is that they're selling you something that you kind of can already do on your own. It's like, yeah, it, it's like one of those kitchen gadgets that does one specific thing. It's yes. like, well, you know, I, 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 I could, I don't need a melon baller. I could just use a spoon, you know, yeah, but yeah, right. You know, right. And, uh, and the same with the Tupperware, right? It's like, well, this Tupperware stacks. It's like, well, all Tupperware kind of stacks, Mary, you know? Right. Yeah. Any Tupperware stacks if you're brave enough. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, you know, in Bumpets, it's an interesting, and I won't tangent too much on it, but I, uh, maybe we'll talk about this in our unpopular opinions episode, but I have started watching Jersey Shore, and of oh, course, God help there me. are bumpets. Oh I'll tell you, Mary. I'll tell you, there is a lens in which we could marry out on Jersey Shore. Like, oh, it's, oh I know, oh, I know, and, oh. and maybe we should because I watch that. I watch that show all the time. I, I watched it even like in my late twenties, or actually mid twenties, with my ex boyfriend who loved it. Uh, mm -hmm. No, I, for sure. I, I don't mean to hate too much on it, but it is very problematic. There were really fucked up things that they showed. Oh, of show. course. It's terrible. You have to watch it from that removed lens of like, none of this is real. None of it's aged well. Right. And like, and I, it's like there is such a drag to it. And of course, bump it's being a big part of it because I think Snooki was a uh, a prominent bumpeter. Oh my but, god, yes. And yeah. Jay Wow is Jay Wow. I I love her not just for loving drag queens, but I also just love her. You know, Jay Wow. Oh, I could go on the the nuance of Jennifer Jay Wow. Oh my god. Oh my Jen. god. Uh, Jen. 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 She the new. Uh. She is. There is something about her. She is the Frances McDormand of Jersey Shore. Like it's, she's so gritty. She's oh my, it's so good. She's so gravelly. She was the adult in the room so many times. Yes. Oh my god. And you know, I I never really watched a full episode, so I never fully appreciated like the dynamics. Like you know, who's actually kind of a lovely energy? Paulie D. He's kind of a nice guy. I always thought he was a hothead because of that one meme. But uh, he's kind of lovely. I, I know. Agree. No, listen. I can't. And just Ron, those men, those men are so toxic. But, oh, uh, Ron! It's so, it's so hard for me to get there. But yeah, and and Juan. I always say Juan because she had Juan. kind of a lisp. Yeah. Yeah. Ronnie. Oh my God. But like, Juan if you, if you just keep pulling away and just see it as just this like. I know. I gotta. I gotta get there. It, I gotta none get of there. it's real. Yeah. I mean, I like know how I it's watch problematic. Top model. It's it's how yes, I watch Top like, Model for sure. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. such an alternate reality, and it's. And maybe, yes, because I'm going on for a while. We will talk about this in Unpopular Opinions. But I, this ties into what I think we'll end up talking about there. But, like, also what the, what MTV shows that came out in my, like, early 20s or, like, came out at a certain time, like, how they make me feel. Like, watching Jersey Shore makes me think, oh, like, yeah, I want to go down the shore and get drunk. Like, <laughs> I see the influence. It's so weird. Like, I... Party rock wanna, anthem is playing yes, in your iPod. Yes, yeah. I just want to go to Jenks and just like. <laughs> well, we're both Jersey boys, so we kind of also have that. Like I went, like unironically, as a senior after prom, we went down the shore and brought like a refrigerator full of Mike's Hard Lemonade and Malibu mm -hmm. rum. Right, like we yep. were that trashy. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah, we, when I was a kid, we did, we vacationed in Wildwood, we went to Cape May, we went to Seaside Heights, like, 
It's, Seaside Park uh, and Seaside Heights are very different. But we, but I digress. We have to go back to this episode. So, Mary. I know. Mary, so these ads. Okay, so I think the reason we wanted to start here is what's the goal of the RuPaul you know, branding episode commercial stuff, right? And that makes me think mm-hmm. of like really successful past episodes, right? And the one that I think even got Mick was referencing and even uh, Utica, that whisper voice, Rose did it too, yes. where they're like, your makeup mm-hmm. is terrible. That whisper thing, that's Alaska's. Alaska did that. Right. You also yeah, have I, Jinx yep. with the delusions, right? So there's they're quoting really successful things in the past. Can you think of other successful commercials? I that that was actually the number one thing I thought of was like is the whisper punchline. Like mm. it's and what what's interesting about that is instead of like when that happened, Alaska was doing a parody of like, you know, nineties makeup commercials. Yes. yes. And in a way, it's kind of like I felt like some of these were like doing parodies of like, oh, we know that this is how this is what happens on Drag Race. They're doing a parody of of Alaska's commercial instead of doing a parody of a real commercial. Right. We're doing a takeoff of a real commercial. And I felt right. like that. Yeah, it was it. It stuck to me as like, oh, this is, you know. These are people who've watched Drag Race, you know? Yeah, they um, don't have the references anymore, it seems, because commercials are kind of not, they're A, not the same, they're not built the same, because now commercials need to sell things in 15 seconds or less, right? Or five yeah. seconds or less, right? Yeah. And, or, or Just their, ask Liberty their Mutual. Oh my God, yeah. so Bibbidi Boochable, yeah. Um, uh, <laughs> that stupid emu, it's like, uh, what do you have to do with anything? But, you know, um, and but like I miss the days of the clapper. The clapper is iconic. Yep. Chia clap pets, on, clap mm-hmm. chia pets, absolutely right. Even one that we reference, Mary, almost every single time that we record. All right, Mary, but the the Tootsie Roll Pop commercials with the with the fucking gay owl. A one, a two, a three, crunch. Yes. Mr. Yeah, Owl. Yeah. Mr. <laughs> Owl. Listeners who don't know, that is literally how we count down before we start recording. Well, how I count down. Before we start recording every episode, we we do a Tootsie Roll Owl, Tootsie Roll Pop Owl countdown. Yes. And that just speaks to the longevity of that commercial. Right. And, you know, I I, I just, I, I, you have to wonder what the goal is of these commercials. Is it to be memorable, right? Because we heard that in the critiques. We Mm -hmm. heard RuPaul say, like, do I want to drink this, right? We also heard, oh, you branded yourself so well. It was so Simone, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. What is the the goal here? And I feel like the goalpost moves depending on who the queen is. And at the Mm. end of the day, I'm left with, okay, you just got to make it funny and it's got to you know, make sense, whatever that sense means. Or, or yeah, make sense in an alternate reality, because I think to answer your question of like another successful commercial, I think of Katya's commercial in all stars Two, Yes. Where it was like, you're selling something that's not real and it's not, and it's shown to quote unquote work, but like it ends up just kind of making you a zombie. So like, is it something you really want? Like is there was, and I remember with that challenge, it was like, and whoever wins your product will be sold at, you know, the next drag con. And it's like, 
it's not real. It's not a thing. Um, mm. And I think that like that's those because then I think of like detoxes, like trash talking, you know, oh, garbage God. can. Right, 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 right. And the tape, um, which actually was sold, wasn't it? And Didn't the tape, they, yeah, because I think yeah, Alaska won that one. Yeah, the the uh, whatever the fashion tape. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think you know those are some examples of like I don't necessarily want to buy any of those, but like, are they giving me? Uh, you know, uh, infomercial realness. Like, are they are they clearly referencing something? Are they taking me there and then making it weird? Mm-hmm. And I feel like in the context of all of this, like, I don't know, it's drag. So, I, I mean, like, obvious uh, point there, but it's drag. So, like, I expect it to be weird and referential. I don't expect it to be straightforward. I don't expect to want, you know, any of what they're selling. And... um like, that's the point. Like, I think making me want it is is too on the nose, you know? Sure. Yeah. I think of uh, Tatiana's, like, tea, right? It's like, mm-hmm. it's a joke. It's a joke. It's a wink, wink. It's making fun of something. It's it's sort of like the Bumpets commercial. It's like, well, it's so ridiculous that that you have to buy it, right? In a way. Right. And I think that's right. that's also what's successful. But um, yeah, you know, yeah, it's it feels the, like a gag thing where you want. It's like I have to buy it because it's so dumb. That's yeah. interesting. Right? Like Simone's is like that, where it's like, I don't, you know, the reality of this product. Do I want it? Absolutely not. It's got gut rot in it. But is it so ridiculous and so stupid that I'm like, oh my god, I have to have it because that that whole idea is so dumb? Yes. Mm-hmm. And I and I think it's a hard balance to like create something technically undesirable but make you want it anyway yeah and when when i think about the these critiques and we'll put a pin in this because we'll talk about this later but it just seems like the goalpost moved for for these queens and it just yeah you know and even when it came down to the runway looks like i'm i have so much to say about that but i'll probably save that for unpopular opinions but like I don't know, uh, you know, and I and I think about well, what are they actually referencing? What do they actually want? And I I just mm-hmm. thought that would be an interesting place to start. Um, Mary, let's jump in to these commercials, but before we do, tell our Marys what they're listening to. Well, they are of course listening to another episode of All Right, Mary. All right, Mary. All right, Mary. Which, of course, is our beady, beady little podcast dedicated to all things draggy, queeny, campy, and queer. I'm Johnny, and that's what you just did. And I'm Colin, and I'm not playing that. <laughs> Rosé, it's your week. You got two quotes. She got two uh, quotes. <laughs> got two quotes. Rosé with two quotes. Uh <laughs> Mary, what did you think of her win? What did you think of her commercial? You know, I'll uh, got to give it to her, Biella. You know, uh, I like that we just say you got to give it to her, Biella, and like Nobody never qual- qualify. Nobody knows. Like three people know why we're saying Biella. Uh, and I'm just gonna leave it there. And that's the Easter egg. You know, surprise, you found one. Um, but you got to give it to her, Biella, because <laughs> because it it was a really good commercial. I mean, yes, yeah, she did. The, I. To me, she tried to recapture that whisper punchline the most, like the Alaska whisper punchline. Sure. Um, But I feel like she, I appreciated kind of, like it was weird of like, oh, I'm, I'm, I, I gotta stop being so perfect. It's like, oh, you do, (laughs) but (laughs) oh, you poor thing. 
help me i'm poor i'm perfect i am poor yeah but you know i i think she did figure it out like i think she did figure it out without without it feeling too much like chad michaels trying to rough it up on the runway uh oh i or courtney act being ugly yeah 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 yeah, just because she put a straw in her hair yeah Yeah, right right and her glasses went askew yeah i'll never Uh, forgive it (laughs) you know i certainly have thoughts on why it was successful before i go into that let's take a quick little break I think Rosé's commercial was successful in terms of RuPaul's judging because she not only she referenced Drag Race, right? Mm-hmm. She referenced it with the Jantasy uh, n- uh, nightgown. What is it? Robe, bathrobe. The robe, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, brilliant, right? Also, you know, Stephanie's child. Like, you kind of love to see it, don't you? Oh, I mean, it's like you know. Absolutely. Like you got to, you know, take those opportunities. And it's it's also part of the, the sort of drag race tradition of making, you know, uh, inside baseball references. Yes. Um, and then the other thing that she did that you can go back in the history books is she does a freeze face, a freeze mm. ugly face. The, mm. the, my favorite example of that is in season 10 with Asia O'Hara. Oh, right. Oh, I forgot about that. That moment. Yeah. Butterface app. That uh-huh. was so offensive. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, there, that, if you are able to do that successfully, that is one of the main ingredients to winning the episode. Yeah. It's like if you can do a face that gets accompanied with the sound effect of boy, yes, then yeah. Yeah. Like I think a little bit of like jinx in, you know, uh, delusion in the perfume ad mm. where she, she kind of makes that like that sort of sour face to the camera at the end. And it's like, mm-hmm. there it is. That's the little boy at the yes. end. Yes. Katya um, does that really well. That just mm-hmm. kind of like, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's I, I and I'm always here for it. Like I love it in a lip sync. I love when someone mm-hmm. pulls like a, you know, a Lucy uh, Lucy, Lucy, Lucy Ricardo. Yes. Yeah, and I love Lucy face, Ricardo. you know, Lucy, Lucy Ricardo face. Lucy yeah, Ball. I was like, and, you know, what's her real name? Yeah. yeah, and the Easter egg is that there was a wonderful Lucy Ball, um, a Lucy Ball commercial call out yeah. this episode to Michelle yeah. Massage. Do you pop out of parties? Love yeah. it. Ugh, RuPaul. I I, I only <laughs> wish that Michelle had said back, "Are you unpopular?" That's yeah, all I would have asked yeah. for. Yeah. You know, exactly. That uh, I'm I'm assuming Michelle got it, but like. To hit it back would have been really nice. Yeah. yeah. I think RuPaul was like waiting at the other side of the net like, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Uh, what did she say to Ross because she didn't know what to say? She was like, drink up, right? What did she say? Oh, yeah. Chug a lug. Oh, chug a lug. Yeah. She didn't know what yeah. to say back because she was like, this no. isn't working. <laughs> yeah. I was like, well, that, that's not what I was expecting. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Yeah. I, Go ahead. Oh, that'll be a topic later, but the one the one thing that that moment brought up with each of the judges this week was, and I, there's a couple other moments later in the judging where I felt like it, it it begged the question of like who are the characters these judges are playing on the panel? You know, like I guess I'm thinking of like when Michelle said like my mouth was open and that only happens oh, in the men's room of the club, and I was right. like Michelle, you're a married mother of like two girls, like th- you're not her. But I well, think she's interesting- bareback Betty Mary. Well, that's what I mean. Is like she's playing bareback Betty, but yeah, it's and yeah. and and you know Carson is playing like it's oh. sort of 
it's a little stale of like the sort of like pass you know, around party bottom. Is that who? Yes, yeah, yeah, but like in a very kind of coded way. Mm. Um, you know, it's like oh, I've been to the Bronx and it was lovely, and it just kind of assumes that he's just getting like railed by Bronx D. You know, yes, yes. Um, and I don't know what character Ross plays. I feel like he's. It's just like a variation of like Ross Matthews, you know, the Bossy kind of Rossi. Entertain- Bossy Rossi, yeah. Like it's just a. I don't feel like he's playing as much of a character, but he's I don't know. like I if you interview him on Snatch Game, right? If he's he's his Snatch Game character, right? If he was mm-hmm. on Match Game with RuPaul, right? What, what what do they call it when she tried to reboot it? She called it oh. something. Oh, gay for pay, gay yes, for play. Yes, gay for yes, play. Yes, oh, yes. Like if if Ross was a Hollywood square, mm. that this is the Ross we're getting. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, you know, back to Rose, successful uh because it was it just it was also edited really well. Um she had her name in the the the, the, the brand um and seemingly was poking fun at herself. And I think they love to see that where it's like, okay, I'll Take what you're saying, and I'm gonna poke fun at myself this week. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I yeah, go ahead. I, I was wondering if the name of the drink. It was like rose. That sounds like prosade. Isn't that like a a makeup thing? Prosade like helps you take off makeup or something. I don't know. I I, I don't <laughs> think she was making. Well, I'm gonna look it up. Pros. When I thought of Rosade was like, you know, the 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 Live Aid, right? Where there's uh-huh. they're raising money for something, you know. Oh, prosate is an adhesive, so oh. they, you know, you you would don't put it you in know. your hair. Yeah, no, no. Uh, there's a big difference between got to be and gorilla glue. Sure. Apparently, yes. Um, but yes, I think she uh, having her name in in the name of the product was, I think, kind of like probably part of what got her the double win. You know, it was like, yeah. Oh, you fully got the assignment, right? And it's pink and whatever. You know, uh, and speaking of which, speaking of got. And having your name in the product, very interesting, right? That got mm's product. Uh, it was got mix, got sex, x x x choose, right? And then they're like, "Oh, I love that you put your name in the product." And then they show this shot of got, and mm-hmm. it's like, "Wang wang 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 wang." Right, right, yeah, boing, 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 boing. yeah, yeah. Because it was like I remembered the name of the product, and uh, and and you know, I think. You know, in terms of got mix, I mean, unless you want to keep talking about rosé, but no. I, uh, no, I do not. Uh, I think that got mix, I, I appreciate it actually. It was, it was actually a really smart idea, and I think even RuPaul was like, I see what you're doing. You're, you're taking it to this next level of being ironic that you're actually, this drink doesn't do anything. It's just, it's delusion. Right. Um. So I guess it is a variation on the delusion commercial. Exactly. Um. <clears throat> but I, it, it's a, a clever idea, but I think. I don't. I think it was she bit off more than she could chew. Like I think a queen like Katya could probably like sell this idea. You know? I thought she did so well. I thought it was so funny. I just I love the the. Uh, granted, I'm a sucker for physical comedy. Like that always gets. Oh me. yeah. I think she did the voice really well. We had footage on a mainstream television show of a grown man making fart sounds on his arm because of this. There was a thank lot God. of, yeah. <laughs> there thank was a, God. Thank God. Right. There was a lot of, um, a lot of camp with this. And I, I, I even liked the pit crew the most in this ad, uh, their faces when they oh, were looking yeah. at her. I don't know. I, 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 I thought got Mick should have been in the top. Um, because, and, and I'll talk about this on unpopular opinions, I'm sure, but 
she had the best runway this week. Um, like by mm. far, like mm-hmm. like what is what do they say in horse races? Right, like three three car lengths ahead of everybody. <laughs> sea biscuit, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Secretariat. Sec- Secretariat, um. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I I really enjoyed it. Um, that's 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 what I thought about that commercial. I thought she got what they were doing and then put the piss in it or took the piss out of it rather. You know, I, I, I really did like the idea and I, I felt like she, the concept was one of them. I think the most creative, um, there's others that, you know, we'll start, we'll talk about that. I thought were not very creative. Um, it just, I, I could see why it didn't fully sell through, but I didn't think it was, I think, and I guess the judging kind of reflected this. I, I don't think she was in the bottom three. Mm-hmm. Like, I think it was right in the middle of like, okay, I see what you were doing. There were probably a few tweaks that would have really sold this, but like, you know, you're still safe, certainly. I I don't know. Maybe it's just me, but I would have put her in the top alone for referencing moderate to severe plaque psoriasis. I, I did appreciate that. I... Uh, like it was, yeah, she, I mean, what's interesting is she really kind of like nailed the pharmaceutical commercial mm. uh, thing, which I think is ripe for comedy and is ridiculous. And I think there is a drag to pharmaceutical ads for sure that I appreciated. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I guess I would say that I would put her above candy in terms of successful ads and runways this week, for okay, sure. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, there's, I would have, I, yeah, I would have put her above Candy, but I also wouldn't put Candy for her commercial, right? Because her runway is another story. But for her mm. commercial, uh, Candy's was not, Candy, yeah, she would have been in the bottom, I guess, if yeah. I'm going to count. Actually, no, she would have been fourth. She would have been right in the middle for me. What did you? Th- what did you not like about it? You know, what seemed to me was this huge missed opportunity for Candy to fully recreate sitting alone in the VIP. (laughs) Sunglasses on, hands in the lap, the actual look. Like, I couldn't believe that, like, I was like, there it is. And we already know what it is. You know, not that she knows, you know, not that she's seen the season already. But, like, we know about it from a previous episode. So, like, it would have. It was already set up for anyone who hasn't seen the meme. Mm. It, and I felt like that was also the point of the product was like, so you're sitting in your own VIP. Like, why didn't they have her and the pit crew each sitting in a chair with their hands in their laps and their sunglasses on? Like, that's that would have been the gag for me. I felt like Candy's was – there wasn't any, like, real, like, twist on it. You know, where, like, Got Mick was doing a twist on something. I felt like Candy's was like, and this drink will turn you up. Mm-hmm. You know, it was just yeah. like, OK, you yeah. know, I mean, it's it goes back to our clip of the week discussion. Right. Like what what was the goal? Were they supposed to brand themselves? Were we supposed to feel brand like who they are when we drink this? Like what was the brand? And I for that, I don't think Candy's was that successful because I'm like, wait, how is how is a hallucination drink selling candy? I, I, I thought it was clever with the, the case special that, you know. I thought that was yeah. funny. And you know, she she's 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 got that it factor where she's just kind of crazy and charming on screen. And so I was like, okay, this is mildly entertaining. She looks funny. 
uh, lapping up milk on the ground. Like, I'm here for that. Uh, you know, I there was all those little jokes that I was like, okay, this works for me. This this worked in some sphere for like, okay, this is a candy commercial. Yeah, I it I I guess I I guess I maybe I just expected something. I don't know something more. I don't know what mm-hmm. I expected. I don't know if I had expectations. I think I was just like, okay, that was fun. Sure. You know, sure. Um, I thought that she hers was better than Olivia's. Olivia's. I mean, Olivia's, you know, I think she's going through the desert. She's going through this the snow and whatever. Yeah, I mean, I maybe the, one of my problems was that Olivia's actual drink, I felt like it looked like RC Cola, like the like the can itself and I associate RC Cola with just like, ugh, ugh. <laughs> RC. Uh, leave us alone, RC. Yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. I you really know, crappy. <laughs> you know, she I think she was on the right path. I mean, I don't know. She tried to when she said you, you live, you learn or whatever it was, uh, mm-hmm. I'm just like, not Olivia quoting Lannis and then calling herself a marketing genius. I'm like, well. I know, <laughs> I know. I always like the more I said erasure, the more I said erasure. Um, you know, with Olivia, it's very similar to Candy where it's like, Olivia, really all you needed to do was give us that smile. And it's like, great, you can sell anything. Right. So mm-hmm. from a commercial standpoint, Olivia is already strong because I believe her and I'll buy anything that she's selling. But the point of the commercial, I, you know, I, I got it and I thought it was basic. I didn't think it was that funny. Right, right. I, I felt like it was, yeah, it wasn't terribly funny, but I also, yeah, I also feel like there was just the basic thing of like, it's kind of like, Kenya, you like the smell of beaver. Like you, it's like Olivia, like you, you are... You're supposed to be happy once you find the drink. It's like right. I got the idea of like just stop smiling. Yeah. Like that was it was interesting of like you're you're too happy. I thought that was uh sort of just an interesting narrative. Um and then maybe something unexpected from Olivia who like that's been her you know selling sure. point this entire sure. competition is yeah. is just how like lovely she is. Yeah. Uh, Even in the beginning was, of this episode, right? Didn't they yeah. she was like uh, oh, well, you know, I know I was in the bottom but I, you know, I wasn't too pressed about it. And Candy's like, girl, shut the fuck right. up. <laughs> right, right, right. Like, she's saying, oh, I, don't, I don't take it personally. No big mm, deal. Like, really, right. four people said you should go home. Yeah. Um, oh, that's what yeah, it is. Yes. That's, I mean, it, and it does kind of make the sort of meta narrative of Olivia in the, in the competition interesting, where it's like, we got, we had Tina Burner saying like, oh, there's that, you know, she's, you know, ninja diva. Like, you know, you, you, you got to show us the, that, that diva. She kept kind of insisting on that. And then this episode, I feel like, it's, there's something about like who's the real Olivia Lux and like does she know you know well I think that I don't think that Olivia is this like diva secret diva I think that she has opinions and that she has expectations um, but I still don't I, you know for me if I were to say like what is Olivia's brand it's not that stupid little purse uh, and it's not that I think yeah. it's stupid because I don't think that that's that you know when you think about it, it's like, oh, no, it's a cute little purse. It's a cute little gimmick. But that's not an identity, right? That mm-hmm. would be an accessory to your identity, which I get, right? Maybe this Lux brand. Or maybe it's like you have this Lux brand, but then you have these really campy things, right? But I wonder if Olivia is ever going to lean into that she is just Miss Sunshine. Um, mm-hmm. And it doesn't seem like she gets that yet. 
Right. Like, yeah, I don't mean that, like, oh, she's not showing us who she really is. It's like, does she have that harness on, like, you know, uh, like, oh, this is my personality. This is my brand. This is what I do. Like, this is the consistent theme throughout. Like, I think that's, um, I guess, between last week and this week, we're kind of seeing that she, at least in this competition, doesn't seem to have that squared away. Right. Right. Um, I would have put her in the bottom. Um, I, you know, and for the runway is another story, but for this commercial challenge, I thought hers was kind of the most kind of like meh, you know, and I don't think you want meh, even Utica. We could talk about Utica's Utica's was memorable. And the fact that it was so bizarre, it was Mm -hmm. Florence and machine starring as Jack's mom in an adult production of into the woods. Like for that alone. Interesting. It, yeah, I'll remember it like it it stuck out like there was I, like, did I want to drink that drink? No, but I don't want to drink most of these drinks. You know, like that's not the point. I yeah, there's a world where I could have seen, especially if we're going to factor in runway, I could have seen Olivia and Tina in the bottom um, because I do feel that the judges got it right this week with with Miss Burner. Okay, um, you know, there is there is a world, oh my God, I'm going to get just get canceled, but there is a world where I could see Simone being in the bottom this week. Wow, okay. Uh, you know, I'll Spifo, say... In the words of Nell, Spifo me. Yeah, sure. So, um, I mean, I'll talk about Simone and then we can transition into Tina, which is, I think, mm-hmm. what we wanted to talk about next. But, yeah. Um, and this will set it up. So, at the end of the day... Simone did the same voice that she's done twice already. Mm, and mm-hmm. and it's like, you're giving this to us again, right? Change it up, mm. evolve, right? Um, you know, do something different or you already did this, right? And yeah. you did it twice already, right? And granted, like, it was funny. And I think at the end of the day, that's what matters is that Simone has found a personality when she's doing these things that is funny. She had very smart lines. It also referenced her journey, making something stiff loose, right? I get all of that. And so I for that's for that, it's like, no, do not put her in the bottom. It was funny. It was successful. She did really, really well. She looked impeccable, right? All of that. But I can see a world where they put Tina's lens on Simone, where it's like, well, Simone, you keep giving us this. Um, and I don't want to yeah. talk about the runway too much, but like, what was Simone's look? If you think about it, right? Like, what was Simone's, like, what was the look in 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 terms of, fashion right um yeah it was uh, a furry costume yeah yeah, exactly she was wearing Um, she was in her costume um but but still like i i don't want to make it seem like i didn't like simone because let me tell you mary's please let me make it clear i was happy that simone won and glad she was uh in the in the top but i can see a paradigm where she wasn't because the commercial is sure it was selling you know Crack cocaine, um, a, a drink that you know mm-hmm. makes you makes your heart go up and makes you really really happy. Whatever, um, and had a great logo, and RuPaul really liked the jingle, um, and 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 all of that. Now Tina, I just think Tina is getting a double standard here. That's interesting. I mean, I think in terms of Simone, you know, I'm I'm I had not. You're right, and I feel like I saw it, but I didn't. I didn't let myself hear it you know what I mean I didn't let myself see it but I mean 
in the words of Trixie Mattel, you're right, girl, you're right. <laughs> yeah, sure, sure. Yeah, uh, I think that, like, that is an interesting point. I think that Simone, I did feel that, I, you know, it's funny, the way that we saw it play out in the rehearsal was, like, right away she, like, locked into that character and, and Ross and, and, you know, Carson were like, oh, that's it, she's got it, she's got she it in the back. She can do anything. She yeah. can do anything. Um, and uh, have you ever had a dream that that you that you could you could do so much you could do anything? He could do you so much you could do anything. Um, but uh, but you're right that like it did feel like oh, but we have gotten this we have gotten this delivery before, and I think the benefit is that RuPaul. Simone is also identified a drag persona that RuPaul loves. Yeah. RuPaul loves this. Yes. RuPaul loves a bit of like sassy streetwalker energy. Oh, yeah. Like, like sassy streetwalker played by Diane Carroll. Like he loves that. And I think. Played by Pearl, whether, Pearl Bailey, right? Like. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And Pearl Bailey, Bailey. Like certainly like Simone seems to be pulling from like RuPaul's favorite flavors. And, and there's nothing wrong with that because she's doing it really, really well. Like it is. Um, there is a lot of nuance to it in a way like it is it is entertaining and I was not upset about her winning I was like yeah I mean that that about did it that was easy um, and maybe that's part of it too is that in a way it's like oh it just seems so easy like I want to see we've seen Simone struggle in you know the the musical challenge but like something like this where it's like I want to see her go further you know I think um I would be willing to say that you could put the same paradigm on Bianca Del Rio, you know, of like, mm. eh, it's kind of the same energy every challenge. And mm -hmm. she won same dress every, every week. And she won. Um, and, and it's an energy that RuPaul loves. Like it's a way of delivering things that RuPaul loves. So it's like, I, I think if you've landed on a brand that works, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Oh, but at yeah. the same time, I guess it depends on if the brand works and maybe that, that is leading to Tina where it's like, I think that Tina's brand, it feels like a little dated. Can I say that? That um, like, I you know, RuPaul loves uh, Mommy Dearest. She loves, uh, you know, I, which I think Tina can do really well. She loves like a tough, um, you know, Miss Trunchbull, right? Uh, I think that she gets that, and I think that Tina was delivering that. It's just interesting that. Tina's critique was, well, you did the housewife thing. It's like, well, yeah, she did it once, and it was on Rosé. That's true. That was an unfair critique, because I was like, well, she hasn't really, like... It's like if she was wearing red, white, red, yellow, and orange, okay, call her out, but like... Well, and she was, and so that's the other thing. Tina not understanding her critique, to me, it it makes so much sense that she doesn't understand it. She, like, I don't even know what the, the girls were even trying to say in Untucked, because... The judges should have just said, Tina, the red, orange, and yellow thing is tired, right? Yeah. And also, we don't really like the housewife thing. Do something else. Um, instead, you know, or, or, or we don't like your brand. It's not as good as these other girls' brands, right? They, they mm -hmm. should have just come out and said that. But instead, it's like, oh, well, you have to evolve. You have to move. It's like, but it, that's not consistent, with the other messages that you've given, it just kind of it kind of came out of nowhere a little bit that mm. that they were calling um, the housewife thing tired. They should have just stuck with the burning red fire thing and been like, yeah, you know, it didn't 
it was kind of expected. It's like, okay, that's mm-hmm. what was expected. Not the housewife thing. Because I thought her commercial made sense. I thought it was good. Um, and, you know, it in a, in a normal world, like, yeah, this would have been kind of middle of the road for me. Or, like, low safe. Yeah, I felt like the commercial, I mean, this is where I was like, the, the, it was a train wreck. Like, it was, I think what didn't work for me, and I think this is where I'm kind of saying, like, stale, is, like, the punchlines were kind of like, oh, and I said a four-letter word. Damn. Like, oh, that's such I a, see. that's sure. so stale. Like, it's, you know, I just felt like there, you need to, like, I think, whereas Simone, yeah, she's doing something we've seen before, but her punchlines are a little bit fresher. Right. You know? Oh, um, wow. That's a really and great I, uh, perspective to my idea. Yeah. And I think that's where it's like, it's like, yeah, okay, we, you know, we kind of know the Simone brand, but it's fresh, it's current, it works. Whereas like Tina's, I do feel like I'm watching a drag show at therapy in 2004, you know, like it's, Mm. it it is a little bit of that. And it's like, I mean, you know, the, even the jokes of like, oh, maybe we could have sex. Like, oh, you know, it's not Saturday. It's like, we've like, this is old, like give us something else. And, um, and I mean, I think from a branding standpoint, it was like, well, I didn't, you never even said the name of the drink in the commercial. I didn't know it was the name until the last two seconds when I saw the can and Nathan Lang, Nathan Lang, Katie Lang's brother, Nathan, Nathan Lane sang the, 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 the jingle at me. Like I, oh, wow. um, I just was like, it's called burning up. Why didn't you call it? Hell yeah. You know? Mm, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's very true. That's very true. Um, and it, yeah, it just, I don't know. I, I felt like Tina's, I think that's where it felt dated. The, the, the aesthetic of her in the commercial, I was like, I, okay, whatever. Um, I kind of actually liked the blue and white polka dot and the red wig. Actually, it looked really good. But um, I think it would have been just like such a gag. And who knows? Maybe she wanted this idea and they said no. But like, name the drink Tina. I mean, <laughs> come on. And have the and have the tagline be it burns through your brain, you know, like give me the math reference, Tina. Too bring dark. me the math reference. Too dark. Yeah, too dark. Too dark but they, what did they do? Oh, it was Ahura that got read for being too dark for the BBC. Um, yeah, but well, I don't like, know. They're it's making one. Yeah, they're making some. Making lots of jokes like that. I don't know. The Bachelor had, uh, you know, a sex toy on it this season, right? Like, it's like, come on, light. Oh up. yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's fisting jokes every season. I feel like, you know, it's like, listen, like, if we're gonna go to that shelf, like, I, the, this should be fun. And it's like, it's not like we haven't made meth references. And I know it feels weird to like die on the hill of meth references. It's less about the meth to be abundantly clear and more of the like neutering more of the sure, like, Oh, we sure. have to make it TV yeah. friendly. Blurring like, out the nipples. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. No, I totally get it. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a way it's kind of like, uh, Simone's drink should have been Tina's drink. <laughs> sure. In terms yeah. of what Sweet it did. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, upright. The cardiac arrest. Yeah. 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 Or even, you know, Candy's special K, you know, there's, there, there were similarities, right? And Tina mm-hmm. didn't go there. She went to a drink that makes you horny, but I would have wanted to drink that. Right. It's like, oh yeah. Okay. I'll drink. I'll have a little drink. <laughs> yeah. I'll, 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 I'll have a sip Aphrodisia. of that. Sure. Yeah, you, you got a straw for that. Yeah. yeah. I got a straw for that. Yeah. You know, I think Tina got, the short end of the stick here it just seemed like the show was kind of done with her and yeah. they 
they put this lens on her, which seemed kind of sudden. And, you know, Marys can point out to me, uh, if, if they want, like where we've seen them start to call this out with Tina before. But, I mean, maybe RuPaul has been like, well, what are you about, Tina? Maybe. I can't really remember. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. Just odd. I know that there's this like Rose v. Tina thing that they keep trying to play up that I'm, I'm just like, um, I, I just don't see it. I just don't right. see that, 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 that rivalry here. Yeah, there wasn't a there there. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, which does remind me, I do you want to hear my impression of Rosé? Yes. Baby. I mean, baby. <laughs> do it again. Baby. <laughs> baby. It was better I mean, the first baby. time. I yeah. know, I can't recreate it. I, you know, you know. sorry, let me, let me not think about it. Well, I'll do an impression. uh, I'll do an impression of. um, Oh man, who's I? Oh, I was doing Lin Manuel Miranda the other day. Um, Oh god, uh, it was. um, I'm not giving away my. (laughs) I'm not gonna do it, (laughs) baby. (laughs) I can't do it again. Once I can have one baby, baby, baby. It's like uh, uh, baby, uh, baby. uh, It's oh, it's oh. I can't stand it with the baby, Uh, baby. (laughs) I mean, baby. Uh, Rosé, you know, you got to give it to a Rosé this week. Uh, there was, there was, um, a tightness, a perfection that was similar to Simone's, right? Uh, that oh, I just... mean, the runway was incredible. Yeah. yeah. Like, I, I, I was certainly like, okay, I'm, I'm not mad at this. Uh, I'm warming up, you know? Uh, um, you know, we didn't, I wanted to go back to you to can. Sure. Yeah, uh, when you think it that. can't, you can. Um, I mean, I kind of did love that. Yeah, <laughs> especially with the can dropping and spraying everywhere. Oh, that girl, was totally heaven. Totally, yeah. she had that. Um, she referenced a very specific commercial. Are you sad? Is this you? You know that uh, the oh, Zoloft, Zoloft commercials. Ball? Yeah, yeah. yeah the, she, the egg. That's how this started. It was. Are you sad? Are you depressed? Are you also? depressed i'm just like this worked you know i don't know it was so weird um it was so weird and i would say at the end of the day like go for weird at you know over going for like straightforward and safe like sure. i i prefer that so sure yeah which is why candy's also i was like yeah okay yeah it was super weird it was super you know candy coated dream um in, in yeah. that sense um and yeah. why olivia's was kind of flat for me but whatever um uh, I'm happy to have Olivia on my screen another week for sure. Sure, I, yeah, I I do think you know the the tea leaves are suggesting you know the lights might be going out soon on Olivia Lux, but you know <laughs> we'll see. Well, it'll be interesting to see her in a roast to see you know if she can. Uh, all right, chickens, let's get this roast to cooking. You know, mm, there's a fox in the hen house. Mary, we need to take a quick little break before we talk about what's coming up. You know what I love? What's that, Mary? I love therapy. Oh, you love her. Love her and need her. Can't get enough of her, which is why we love BetterHelp. That's H-E-L-P. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed professional therapist safely and privately. You can be matched with someone within 24 hours. Tinder wishes. And with phone or video sessions available, scheduling a session is as easy as ordering a pizza. And I do love pizza. I also love that you can send a message to your counselor at any time and actually get a response. And if you want to change counselors, no problem. It's both free and easy. 
BetterHelp is available worldwide, and their counselors are licensed and trained in everything from depression and anxiety to grief, relationships, sleep, self-esteem, and more. There are so many people using BetterHelp right now. They've recruited more counselors in all 50 states. It's more affordable than traditional in-person talk therapy, and there's even financial aid available if you need. Marys, if you're interested in trying BetterHelp, get 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash allrightmary, and that's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. That's right. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. That's betterhelp.com slash allrightmary. And again, that's H-E-L-P. Mary, everything's coming up, Rosé. Yeah, it is. I mean, uh, I I do want to say before we move into the meta, I, I would be remiss if I did not if I did not say Tina's air trumpet during that lip sync. Oh, I was like, Mary. send her home. Mary, send why do they home. go to this? It's not just Tina. It's really good drag queens. Uh-huh. Uh, <laughs> that sounded so it's, shady. Um, really good yeah. drag queens like Tina go to this air trumpet thing. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. Ugh. And you know what I hated the most about it? I could see her lips while she was doing it, and she already had like the purse paint, the purse on, so purse lips painted on. So it just, it was just this little asshole behind your fingers, you know, this just little like cat ah, butt. yeah, little this cat little butt. cat asshole, yeah. Mm-hmm, totally. And I hate, I hate my humps. I hate that song so much. So I gotta say, a, a, a runner up for this week's last chance lip sync that I was gonna suggest to you was Alanis Morissette's "My Humps." I, I can I can the, the judges will accept that absolutely it is uh, the funniest parody of that it song really that does I've work heard. yeah but yeah. I hate the original song I I think there whenever it must when it whenever it came out there must have been people in my life it just seemed like and no shade to anyone who's done this but you know there's that like that make you scream make you scream and the key change in there and it seemed like everybody had to do it and nobody could you know what I mean? Like no one can hit the second one, but they always do it, and it Wait, drove me. The up. make you scream, make you scream. Uh-huh. They there was always someone that? who, it, it, someone would always do that, but the second, the, the the second make you scream would be like, it would just sound like you know when you when you stretch a balloon and the air comes out. Like it was, it gonna was turn one of those, and burn, gonna turn and burn in town with you. Yeah, it was a bit of that. Yeah, turn and burn. Whenever Tina said like uh, turn it and burn it, I always went to that commercial parody. That was a great commercial. Yeah, <laughs> I know that they technically like weren't in the top that week, yeah. but that was a great that was a great commercial. Oh my god, Katia! Right? She was fabulous. <laughs> oh, so good. Um, so Ten my yeah, beat right? Doesn't she do that voice? Ten she, my uh, yeah, beat to another beat or whatever it is. Yeah, <laughs> I think she eats some skin at some point. Yeah. Um, and you know we'll talk about the runways in the unpopular opinions episode, but like. I just have to say about, I mean, Tina, I'm sorry. I know I'm just raking you over the coals here, but like it was, I didn't, I did not like this look, but I think what I didn't like the most was the, was the wig. Mm. I hate, like it was so mom. It was so mom. But not that in a I, good way. But I, not I, in I a like good a way. Yeah. This was, it was, yeah, it was definitely like I'm getting Halloween party at school. Mom has come as this like, thing that's mom's hair yeah. like it was it was she looked like a yeah. big mom you know <laughs> you know like weren't there like know, kids? i celebrate that i think i th- i had so much so many problems with this runway 
with with how many of these queens interpreted this theme. So I'm kind of kind of like just give Tina a pass for that sense. But you know, at least it was different, Mary. At least she didn't come out as you know. This, orange and red and yellow. Right. The, the the orange monster from Bugs Bunny, you know? Well, yeah, which I, I'm surprised that she at no point was she like that big. Like she had wigs that made her look like that red that red monster that gets his hair done. Uh, that, <laughs> I, mean, I would have accepted the red in that case. But I, I think it was once when she first came out, I was like, oh, this is interesting. This is different. I'll give her that. But I think having to watch this look lip sync to my humps was... Mm. It was serious moonlight for me, Mary. I hated oh, it. Oh wow, wow. Yeah, I, okay, like her doing all those those dance moves in that mom wig. I hated it. I just <laughs> so it's, mad. Well, you don't you don't like weddings for this reason? Yes, this was like yeah, this was like somebody's cousin breaking it down on the dance floor, and I was like, I don't like this. Yeah, like, right. I, yeah. Right. Well, but but you, I I would assume then that you appreciated Utica's interpretation of it because it was a witch. Doing it. Yes. Oh, Utica's interpretation was great. I feel like she she figured out how to do it and make it interesting and make it funny and not just revert to like ugh, like don't do the running man. Ugh. Don't 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 do that thing where you lift one leg up and you you jerk your knee. You know what I mean? That thing. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah, she was throwing the kitchen sink out there. She was doing what she knows, which is that very Tina Burner esque lip sync, which. I, Granted, Mary works in a club. It's just when it is on Drag Race on this huge stage, we've come to expect something different. She was in that costume. And with Utica, she turned the song into, I'm going to eat my humps, right? And Mm -hmm. my humps being my pretties, right? Like uh, outside of her, right? She's going to eat them because they're hers, right? Yeah. Um, And I think that was, it made it less cringy. But I can see a world where, you know, where where Tina won, they they did show her not lip syncing, which oh you know, yeah, uh, again which, goes back to why she didn't win the musical episode, which I think right. was still the wrong decision. She should have won that episode. Um, they th- this competition kept Tina around, which was great. She was great TV. She knew how to give the talking heads. She's um, a good narrator. Yeah, she's she a really was, good narrator. She's a good narrator. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, they I don't I don't think they. They had anything left to tell of tone of of Tina's. Yeah, it was never. It, it, it was. Ne- I feel like you know, in terms of like people like, oh, you know, Utica should have gone home. Whatever. I think there's more narrative with Utica. It might only be one more episode, but there was more to get from Utica. Or Tina, it was. I, I don't think there was. There wasn't going to be anything new, and I I kind of agreed with Carson. Like, I never need to see orange, red, and yellow again. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that was like, well, I think that means we never need to see her drag again on the on this you know on this channel in this competition. So, what are the other stories that still need to be told? Obviously, Rose needs to have her you know comeuppance in some way. She needs to be solid. Um, yeah. I, so Rose, yeah. I mean, I agree with what you said. Everything's coming up, Rose. I do think Rose is on the up and up now. Yeah. Right. I mean, so was Denali, but, you know, that was another story. Yeah. Um, what about uh, Got Mick? You know, I think, I mean, I I think what was interesting about this challenge and what I feel like is was kind of an extension of, like, Got Mick in this competition is, like, Got Mick's really, like, is a, is a clever cookie. And, like, I think, you know, it's very easy to go, oh, you know, she's 21, you know, you know this, this kid. Um, but, like, clearly has, a like, a, just a boatload of creativity and a lot of great ideas. And I think 
you know, for the rest of the season, it's I think what we saw this challenge was like, can you can you execute on them? Like, can you stick the landing? You know, like, can you figure it out um, to the same level that Rosé and Simone seem to figure it out in challenges? And I I do still think got mixed going to the end, but it's um, I I think at this point. I don't know. Like, I don't think there's any like new narratives around her. I think it's more of just like Ken got Mick, you know, uh, I think she needs like another win under her belt. You know, I just think he's doing way higher drag in a way like what he is bringing to the runway each week is just at a different level. This week's look. Oh, I it was so well done and well conceived. And yes, it did remind me of. Uh, Monique Hart's monster look, right? But oh, right. Mm-hmm. This I just thought it was so well conceived. I think he knows exactly who the woman is that he plays, and I love the gorge now. I I I was like, what is mm. this? And then I'm like, no, no, no. Okay, this works. Um, yeah. Well, I think good. the gorge is it's kind of like your idea of like if you were to do drag, it'd just be this like this this buxom slot you yes, know like i think yes. it's yeah it's leaning Chesty into that McGee. like uh-huh. yes that ridiculous like you know 90s cinemax you know kind of sex pot kind of girl like, mm-hmm. I, who's really smart her. and tough yeah right right <laughs> yeah it's like there's um there's a movie and i haven't seen it but i know anna nicole was in a, in an action movie um it's called Anna Nicole Smith. I'm going to, but anyway, I, it's in my uh, Netflix queue or in my like Amazon prime queue. Um, Skyscraper, 1996 direct to video movie starring Anna Nicole Smith. But like, if you look it up and you even just look at like the cover of the, of like the VHS, it's, it's exactly what you're saying. It's like, okay, well she's this, you know, big, you know, busty blonde, but she's the one who's going to save the day in skyscraper. Like, but the way she's holding a gun and the determined look on her face, it's like, Oh, you know wow. that image okay right okay. right work, work. and i think that's you know uh <laughs> it looks like a porno <laughs> it does right yeah more uh, like guy scraper yeah. you know <laughs> hole scraper yeah <laughs> those nails yeah uh, right oh my god watch your walls you know what uh what's olivia's storyline moving forward I think the storyline is that Olivia uh, needs some, I, and this is what I think the show is telling. I don't know this, obviously, like, is that she needs more time to really fully figure out who Olivia Lux is and turn up the wattage. And I think that she's, I don't expect her to, like, suddenly rebound and, like, make it to the top four. I think it's more of, like, you've still got some figuring. Like, I think there's... When, when they say about a queen that she still doesn't really know who she is, I feel like it's okay. Well, then she's not going to go to the end, you know? Yeah. I mean, I completely. Um, I think we need tears from Olivia. Um, Ooh, and I don't mean we, like yeah. I want to make her cry, but I, I think we need some real, like what does Olivia look like when she's really emotional, right? Not when she's mm. losing or whatever, but like that she's talking about her drag or her story or like what other part of Olivia besides – you're so positive, right? I know she had a struggle. Mm-hmm. I know her, you know, upbringing and, and whatever. They they went into that. But there's there's got to be something else that keeps her going, that keeps her smiling like that. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, there is a certain point when someone is that positive where it's like, <clears throat> it's like, I mean, I think Ben de la Creme is an ex- interesting example of like, there was always an undercurrent of what that positivity was about, mm. you know? Um, whereas Olivia, it, it doesn't, it seems more of just like, no, I'm just a really positive person now, you know? Um, 
and that's kind of that it's like that Rita Rudner thing of there's nothing interesting about somebody who's good looking and confident. Right, right. You can't you gotta I don't know, maybe she took Rose. Be perfect now with Rose. Um Yeah. <laughs> she needs to she needs to take a little more uh I don't know, uh got mixed got sex sex juice, you know. Mm. Um and then I guess Candy. Candy's very interesting to me now. Um I you know, she had a, a, a great spotlight this week that I think was a story that needed to be told um, mm-hmm. on, you know, her gay bashing and that trauma. And it's like, yeah, of course, that's going to that's going to stay with you um, besides just the physical scars. Right. Um, but I, I you know, I, it's interesting because I I'll be the first to say that, you know, I judged Candy on this show based on my experience as an audience member in New York, which was. You know, that she could perform the house down boots, but when you had a conversation with her off stage, she was, you know, another type of way. Um, mm-hmm. And that's unfair of me, right? That's totally misjudging. Um, and I'll, I'll say it, like, I totally misjudged Candy. And I think that people are used to now hating on Candy, and that's why she's getting that. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly, I think this week, you know, it was like, not only is it kind of a, a backstory about candy, but I think is just a good topic to explore in general. When I think of just, you know, not to tangent on a topic we've covered before, but just like, you know, mean gays, you know, where it's like, well, there's like, there's a similar, there can be a similar route there where it's like, well, people just harden and they just get defensive. And because, you know, there are traumas from your childhood if you're, you know, a little queer. And um, it is kind of interesting to see that connection of like, it's very easy to just look at someone who's being aggressive or whatever word you want to put on it and not see the humanity underneath. And Mm. I think we certainly saw that with candy this week. I mean, I think nothing excuses the past that she got for that runway. Um, But that's, you know, I guess that's not on her. No, it's not on her. I just, you know, I, I think about Tina leaving and her being like, you know, I surprised myself because I let my guards down. I became friends with people and it's like, yeah, there's there's a lot of drag queens like that, right? Tina, mm-hmm. there's a reason why you weren't in Rosé's circle. And I think yeah. the same with Candy. It's like there's a reason why Candy isn't in everybody's good graces. And it's – it's I, I don't want to say it's not her fault because it's not her fault. Uh, but it's also – there's a reason why. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. And I think, like, once you see that reason, then it's like, oh – well, that I can connect with. Sure, yeah. Um, and sometimes you just got to be nice. You know, you just got to be nice to people mm-hmm. that are mean and or, or people that m- might not trust so easily. Right, like give people a reason to let down their defenses, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that Candy is sticking around. I, I think, I mean, granted, you know, if she had gone home when she was supposed to go home, like, okay, great. But there's, there's, there's a story that they're telling with candy that I think they're finally able to do that. They weren't able to do before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, it's like, I think that's become such a, a common question of like, why is candy still in this competition? It's like, it's, and I think this is similar to what you're saying to me, it's a little bit less of why is she still in this competition and why is she still on this season of drag race? Yes. You right. I mean? Because mm-hmm. we know yeah. that, you know, she fumbled a few times and certainly this runway, it was like, girl, you're going to let that mm-hmm. go. But there's there, the, the competition is doing something else. And at some point as fans uh, of the show, we have to watch the show and 
kind of see what the show is trying to tell us. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, it's not always yeah. the best drag queen win. And I know that's what RuPaul says, but there's that's half of the show. Yeah, and what does the best mean? Like there's yes. like then there's that whole conversation because I think another example of this is Adore Delano. I think you watch her trajectory through the season and like there might be weeks where it was like, girl, I'm in that look. Like, how are you getting a pass? Yeah. Or you're in the yeah. bottom again. Tyra but, Sanchez. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tyra killed the competition. But, you know, I <laughs> but, you know, it's like a, a queen can kind of struggle or stumble or not be the most polished. And, and that's not why they're going to the end mm-hmm. is because of, of the level of polish. But like with right. a door, it was like we did see an evolution by the end of her time on the series or the season. It was like, Oh yeah, I see a a full story here. And I think the same thing's happening with candy. It would have been really hard to watch if they edited candy to be the, the sour patch kid that the Mm. viewers want her to be. It would have been really, really hard to watch and annoying and frustrating yeah, I mean, to quote Tony Collette, what a waste, you know, like it. W- <laughs> uh, and now your sister is dead. And so I, but I, yeah, I, it would have been a waste because, because instead we're getting a way more nuanced story and we've already had plenty of like loud, tough energies in the room, you yep. know, in plenty of other seasons. Yep. Yeah. And it's problematic, right? So they're, they're trying to do right. And if you don't want them to do right and you don't believe them, you're like, no, I know Candy's mean. I know she's aggressive. Blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, then think that. Feel that. And then later. And later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, you know, it's like kind she of. She doesn't the care. In. At the end she of the day, she, she doesn't, doesn't care. care. Which I and love. Like, as much as the judges are playing characters so are all the queens like everyone is playing a version of themselves and 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 the editing is giving us a narrative of them but like Mm. nothing's ever complete and so like you know they could very 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 easily show that like tell that side of candy or give us that character of candy with the exact same footage they had on hand they Mm -hmm. could have very easily done that and um you know so it, it is just like the choice of well you know what story do you want to tell about somebody Right. And I I applaud them for telling another story that isn't what we expect. Anyway, mm-hmm. uh, that's, those are my thoughts. Do you have any other final predictions before we wrap this up, Mary? Um, you know, I do think that at this point, I think um, Olivia and Utica are probably, uh, you know, in the next zone to board the flight. You know, like I think mm-hmm. I do really I mean, I think. I assume they'll do a top four and, you know, it'll be Candy and, and Rosé and, and Got Mick and uh, Simone. I also feel like at this point, you know, this is jumping way ahead, but I was thinking about this of like, oh, like I, I fully expect Simone to take, like I think this week after the fourth win, I was like, oh, she's going to take this whole channel, this whole competition. But I wonder, it made me wonder if like, oh, I wonder what the finale is going to be though. You know, like I wonder if there's going to be sort of I felt like season 12 was kind of a lip sync off but also kind of a drag race Thailand finale and so you know what I mean where it's like you know present your original performance and so I I think I hope they're doing it on the runway yeah that's I mean I yeah right like I hope it's at least on the runway but I um so I'm kind of hoping that's what it's going to be is more of like presenting like an original performance at the end and I do think if that's the case Simone's going to have this in the bag oh okay yeah um I predict Candy, Rosé, Simone, Got Mick, top four. 
Um, I mm-hmm. think that is like so clear to me. Um, there was a part of me that was like, yeah, they're keeping Olivia around. But this week, I don't know. It, it, they, I, they, yeah. they keep calling it out. They keep calling yeah. it out. I'm like, all right. They had the well, same problem both us. weeks. They're telling yeah. us. They're wanting the fans to not feel like a certain way when Olivia goes home. So they're setting it mm-hmm. up. So I get all that. Um, now, yeah, this ahead. might be early to call, but but early predictions of, I mean, miscongeniality. granted, that's a topic for next week's episode because that's what the roast is going to be, uh, is of former miscongenialities. But when you think of this season and we kind of consider, well, the quote-unquote fan favorite slash miscongeniality is not usually usually not within the top four. Do you think that that would be Olivia's? Um, is it fan favorite, Mary, or is it miscongeniality? Just I, I, I don't know. And I'll, tell Do you. Even... I'll tell you which white, which, because I think they're different. Okay. So let's, let's, let's say, okay, let's ask both. If it's miscongeniality, if it's classic miscongeniality, classic Ivy Winters miscongeniality, uh, then it's going to be Olivia. Mm-hmm. If it's fan, fi- I, I think I know the answer to this. If it's fan, actually, no, I don't. If it's fan favorite, who do you think it's going to be? You know, I want to say that it's Utica, but part of me, hmm. uh, and, and it's not going to be top the top four. So I'm, I'm taking all of that out. So I think it's either Olivia or um, Denali. Denali? Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, fan favorite, it was like there was a, my knee-jerk reaction was, oh, Candy, but I don't think that she's been fan favorite. <laughs> uh, I think she's been the favorite to hate on. Um, yeah. Oh, hold on. Tamisha Aman. Yes, and I, that was my first knee-jerk reaction was, oh, Tamisha, because we love her so much. But I don't think the fandom agrees. Well, the fandom doesn't always get it right, so um that's okay we love them yeah, anyway that's all right it's oh i don't know if we love them but whatever clap on clap off the <laughs> yeah clap on clap off yeah you nobody know, better lay girl. a finger on my tamisha yeah exactly yeah <laughs> <laughs> and the very best thing of all there's a counter on this ball <laughs> tamisha in the morning tamisha in the evening tamisha at supper time yeah when tamisha's, when tamisha's, on, tamisha's a on a bagel <laughs> you're gonna have tamisha anytime and you're gonna see it <laughs> yeah wanna you're tamisha gonna taste don't it. you wanna wanna tamisha don't you wanna <laughs> Tamisha Iman, Tamisha Iman. That's my crystal light. <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Yeah, Tamisha that's... Iman, Tamisha. That's my meow mix, sorry. <laughs> oh. T- <laughs> Dogs don't know it's not Tamisha Iman. <laughs> Tamisha, 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 Tamisha. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. Nom, 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 oh, Tamisha. boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy, oh, boy. It's Tamisha. <laughs> Oh God, dude! You're getting a Tamisha. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> oh God! When you put Tamisha in the stove toaster oven, it just goes blub blub blub. <laughs> Tamisha says yes. One eight hundred five eight eight two three hundred Tamisha. Tamisha. <laughs> What do we uh, got in here? Oh, we got uh, or OJ, purple stuff. Oh, man, Tamisha Amon. <laughs> Was that Sunny Delight? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, I could go on and on. I know. There's not. a creepy crawlers version of this. <laughs> Wait, is that, what is that creepy crawlers? Creepy crawlers, yeah. Tamisha Amon. <laughs> Uh, what is the operation? Operation. Operation. Right? Tamisha Iman. 
All right, we're done, and you're going to tell us why we're done, Marys. Yeah. If you have it's any fun getting into Tamisha, <laughs> sorry. <come on. laughs> if you have any thoughts on this episode, you can reach out to us on Twitter at All Right Mary. You can email us at All Right Mary Podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on the web at www.allrightmary.com or allrightmary, or excuse me, tasteofreality.com slash allright-mary. And if you want, you can follow me on Instagram at Johnny Also or on Twitter at Johnny Also One. And you can hear more of me on my other podcasts in the details, a celebration of nuance or best supporting podcast, a celebration of best supporting actresses. You can find more of me on Twitter at Colin Drucker, Instagram at Colin Drucker underscore. And of course, you can get more of both of us, including you could go back and hear all of our season two of Drag Race UK recaps, our unpopular opinions, some exciting movie recaps coming up all at patreon.com slash all right mary all right mary our last chance lip sync this week in honor of the breaking up of kagana we thought we oh, would God. send up a, a, a burning type of song with burning up by jesse J. this is a drag queen song if i've never heard one yeah. Oh, yeah. This is there's so many there's so many reveal moments in this mm. song. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I those, feel like, like legs this... and arms movements. Uh-huh. You know? yeah. I was just thinking like there's points. Remember when Candy was jiggling her thigh last week? I feel like <gasps> this is a jiggle your thigh. Song. Oh, yeah. Well, you start it by jiggling your thigh. God. You know? Keep Candy on just so we could. Keep saying her jiggling her thigh in those heels and short shorts for sure. Uh, if you know, if she does it one more time this season, I'll give her the crown. OK, <laughs> like. I'll make you a deal, Miss Muse. One more. One more, Ellen Sue. One more, Candy Muse. That one looked good to me, Candy Muse. (laughs) That one looked good to me. Shake that one off now. Shake that one off. (laughs) She's literally shaking it off. She's literally shaking it off. Yeah. All right, Marys. We got the giggles. We're headed over to Unpopular Opinions. We hope you have a great week. Tot scenes. (laughs) Walking through the fire